Welcome to Escape the Rat Race with me, Lisa Staker, the rebellious coach. This podcast is all about empowering you to break free from the straitjacket of the nine to five to pursue a life of freedom, purpose and fulfillment running your own business. Whether you're feeling stuck in your current career or have always dreamed of starting your own business but been too scared to do so, this podcast is here to provide you with the resources and insights you need to take the leap and escape the rat race. Hi, and welcome to this week's episode of Escape the Rat Race. Now, over the last few weeks, we've been looking at kind of discovering your purpose, what you really want to do with your life, and then visualising what that life might look like, and kind of setting some goals around how you're going to achieve it. But then I can hear you say, I don't have time to do this. How am I supposed to fit this all into my day? And you wouldn't be alone in saying this. In our world of bustling with all the commitments and responsibilities and daily routines, it's all too easy to not set aside time to do what you're passionate about and your aspirations. But what if I told you that with the effective time management and prioritisation, you could make room for the extraordinary in your life and live those dreams? We often find ourselves trapped in this relentless grind of daily life, trying to kind of balance kind of work and family and personal time. And as a result of this, we're trying something new, whether it's a hobby, a skill, your entrepreneurial venture just takes the back seat. I don't have time becomes your mantra. And it's so sad because people are not living their dreams. They're not living, you know, that time that we have on earth is so short that it is, it is so sad when we say, we can't do it, but we can. And I'm going to tell you how. We have to shift our perspective. We have to kind of think as time as something that we can manage. And the first thing is to prioritise what you do with your time. To identify what truly matters to you. What are your dreams and aspirations? What are those, uh, when we, we looked at the discover your purpose, what were those things that you always wanted to do? What new venture do you want to do? What do you want to learn? What extra time do you want to spend with your family? And once you know your priorities, it makes allocating time so much easier. Now, when we look at priorities, we can kind of look at it in two ways. I'll say macro, micro, kind of that. Macro is that kind of big picture. So what is important to you? So these will be kind of the headlines. So what's important to me uh, when when I was looking at kind of setting up my own business, it was finding time to um, to do my coach training. It was finding time to be able to set up my business. It might for someone else. It might be finding time to go to the gym. It might be finding time to start the new pottery hobby they've always wanted to do. It could be any of those, but it's that big headline what you want to do. And then the prioritisation kind of goes to that more kind of micro level, the choices that we make during the day. Now, we do have choices of how we spend our time. Uh, it may not always seem like it, but we do. And so I want to kind of help you kind of make more informed choices about how you do your time in order to free up this time to do the things you would love to do. And I'm going to give you a little bit of history now. Um, in 1954, there was a speech to the Second Assembly of the World Council of Churches by the former US President of Dwight D. Eisenhower. Now, he was quoting someone else, Dr. J. Roscoe Miller, who was president of the Northwest University, who said, 
I have two kinds of problems. The urgent and the important. The urgent are not important. And the important are never urgent. This came kind of came to be known as kind of the Eisenhower principle. And it was how he organised his workloads and priorities. He recognised that time management means being effective as well as efficient. In other words, we must spend our time on things that are important and not just the ones that are urgent. And to do this and to minimise the stress of having too many deadlines, we need to understand why we get the distractions. Important activities have an outcome that leads us to achieving our goals, whether they're personal or professional. Urgent activities demand immediate attention and are usually associated with achieving someone else's goals. They are often the ones we concentrate on and they demand the attention because of the consequences of not dealing with them are immediate. But when we know which activities are important and which are urgent, we can overcome this natural tendency to focus on the unimportant urgent activities so that we can clear enough time to do the essentials for our success, for the things that we really want to do in life. This way we move away from this firefighting all the time and then we can kind of grow, whether it's in our personal life, businesses, our careers. This will give us that space to grow. Now I want you to imagine um, a matrix. So this is four boxes. And uh, sometimes it's called the Eisenhower matrix, sometimes the import, important urgent matrix. Anyway, whatever it's called. So first of all, you, you have these four boxes and in the top left, you're going to have those things that are important and urgent. They're the crises that happen. And the top right, you have the important non-urgent tasks. And this is all those goals and this... Uh, things that you really want to do, the, the things you never quite get around to doing, the developing your new business idea, to, um, getting to do that hobby, those sort of things. And then at the bottom left, you have the important urgent tasks. These are all the interruptions that happen in your life. The people who think, you know, things can't wait. And then the bottom right, you have the not important, not urgent tasks, the distractions. Now, if this is a little bit hard for you to visualise, I have a workbook that kind of comes with this episode and you can download it in the show notes. So please do go ahead and do that. And it's much easier to kind of see this once you can see it visually. So what I'm going to do is now just kind of take you through these boxes and how to kind of schedule your tasks in a little bit more detail. So first of all, we look at the important and urgent. Now, there's two types of important and urgent activities. The ones you cannot foresee and the others that you've left to the last minute. Now, I'm a bit of the queen of the kind of leaving things to the last minute, I have to admit, and I have to kind of force myself to, to plan ahead and not do this. So avoid procrastination if you can. We, we do tend, you know, I'm very guilty of this, we do tend to put off tasks that we don't really want to do until that last minute to kind of make sure we do it. But it just means that we end up in this kind of crisis mode to get things finished. And if you, by planning, which we'll kind of talk about a little bit later, you can try and avoid this. It will make your life a lot easier and give you that space to do the other things you really want. Now, there's the thing, other one here is the things we can't predict. Um, you know, there are going to be crises that come up and there isn't much we can do about those, except for leave a little bit of time in our schedule to handle those unexpected issues, those unplanned important activities. 
Now, if the major kind of crisis arrives, you will have to reschedule everything. But if you've got that little bit of time in your day to kind of do the things as they went and arise, you know, when we come to kind of planning, you can kind of say, oh, I'm going to put a certain time aside a day. And if nothing comes up, it gives you a little bit of extra time to do other stuff. Um, so, yes, yeah, so that's kind of how you kind of deal with these important and urgent kind of tasks. And now the ones that's kind of kind of, of most interest to us today. And those are the important but not urgent ones. The activities that will help you achieve your personal professional goals and to help you kind of complete this important work. Now, again, you need to make sure that you have time for these and so they don't come urgent. So what you need to do is make sure you schedule these enough. So if you schedule these kind of the enough time to let, let's just say you want to start a new uh, business venture an hour a day just to be able to progress the tasks that you want on this could mean you know over a month in five hours you've got 20 hours of working on your new business you could have made huge steps in that time but actually it's only a small amount of time each day to do it and again let's say if you're trying to get fit an hour a day five days a week I mean that is going to have huge impacts on you over a month so just by scheduling that time in those important but what seem not urgent tasks you can get done and then we have the not important but urgent tasks. Now, these tend to be things that stop us achieving our goals, to be quite honest. So what you need to do is ask yourself whether you need to reschedule or delegate them. Now, sometimes these are tasks that is actually benefit other people. So one of the best tricks there is actually to learn to say no. Now, this is hard and it takes a little bit of practice, but if they're not important, just because someone else is going, oh, you must, we must do this, we must do this, challenge them on it. It may be that it isn't, you aren't the right person for this, this isn't, doesn't need to be done urgently now. Or reschedule it with them, say, okay, I don't have time now, but next week I'm free, I can do this. But that... um way of actually kind of either asking someone else to or reschedule to do another later date can then just give you that control over your time so that the and so and the people asking you for these things urgently will then come to see actually maybe it isn't that urgent what are examples of important but not urgent well these might be things like responding to emails that don't concern you directly posting on social media or maybe helping a colleague with their report uh, maybe just proofreading it something they've written they just want you to check it over now I appreciate these may seem to kind of be urgent to other people but they aren't in your um, world and they may not actually require you to do them specifically someone else may be able to do them so finally we come to the not important not urgent the distractions the stuff you need to avoid if possible. You can just simply ignore them or cancel them. However, many of these activities that other people might want you to do, even if they don't contribute to kind of your own kind of being any good for you. So again, saying no is the critical one here. Setting boundaries, making it kind of clear um, that these aren't really kind of important kind of in your world. You know, this this 
this doesn't fit into your world and sending them to, to you know, go and see someone else about it. Because if you keep getting yourself distracted, you're never going to kind of achieve um, your own goals. And that's what we want here. Is kind of it sounds very selfish, but actually it, it's not. We should be kind of doing this because if we prioritize ourselves and what we want to do, we are happier, and that will then lead to our kind of whole interactions with other people being happier, and that kind of leads to kind of the interactions maybe with your family. You're less stressed, and actually you become more productive. So this is kind of a by kind of setting this, we're not being selfish by prioritising ourselves. We're actually making the whole kind of family life, work life, all much better because we are kind of in ourselves much happier. So what else can you kind of do with these kind of the prioritisations? Now, I, I, I do admit, you know, it's not always easy when you look at your tasks to kind of put these in the four boxes. So if you, you do do this exercise um, and there's a sheet in the workbook for you to be able to do this yourself to kind of look at wh where things go in which box. Uh, it may take some time to kind of think, actually, you know, um, what, is this urgent or is this not urgent? You know, there's a... Um, I suppose a kind of a tendency to say oh everything is urgent and important but really kind of have a look at it practice it have a look to see if there is anything you can kind of move into those other boxes when you do this so let's some more practical tips for you when you're doing this planning now I know it's not everyone's kind of cup of tea uh, but if you break things down into kind of small actionable steps it does make it a little bit easier and kind of schedule a dedicated time for these steps whether it's 15 minutes a day or a few hours a week whatever it might be but try and be consistent in trying to do your planning now again in the workbook I've given you a little template of a, a weekly planner now if you go on the internet there is thousands of weekly planners out there and everyone has a different way they like to do their planning this is just one I like it just looks at kind of Monday to Saturday it doesn't even have Sunday on there because I do try and kind of have some downtime on Sunday and I try and not plan that's my kind of freedom day as it were but kind of the just by doing that little bit of planning just makes you a little bit more conscious about what you're doing and then it might actually tell you what you're wasting your time on those bits that are the not important not urgent stuff and this leads me on to kind of limiting time eliminating time wasters um, do look at your routines what is there that is not actually adding any value to you um, what comes to mind, you know, mindlessly scrolling through whatever social media that you use, whether it's Instagram, LinkedIn, Facebook, whatever it might be, a little go through and a flick through. Yes, that's uh, we like to keep in touch. We, you know, I do a lot on LinkedIn. I hope you kind of, you know, do you do you lose that kind of social media? But if you find yourself kind of after 10, 15 minutes still scrolling through, this is time to think, is this actually what you want to be doing? Um, other things might be binge, binge watching Netflix or any kind of whatever your TV might be. Now, again, a little bit of just, you know, a little bit on this time. Absolutely fine. If you found yourself spending hours and, and losing time because of it, it's a time waster and you need to knock it on the head. Learning to say no. Now, I've said this a few times on here. It is vital. We are always wanting to be so helpful to people. And just by saying yes to everything, doesn't that actually make it good for us? First of all, it means that you don't have time to do the things that you want to do. And secondly, you probably find yourself over committing. So the stuff that you do do, you may not be doing your best at because you are committing so much kind of you're saying yes to everything. 
so that you're spreading yourself so thin that no one really gets the best of you. And then finally, I would really kind of suggest that you kind of seek support. Now, don't be afraid to, you know, ask for help of others, collaborate on things. Um, You know, the support could be a mentor or a group or a friend or a coach or a network that you're kind of in and use that to kind of guide you, encourage you and be accountable. Um, I've spoken about this before, but accountability can really help you achieve what you want to achieve so you spent quite you know a lot of time kind of looking at your goals and maybe you found an accountability buddy there to do that and then you're looking at your time and then having that person say actually now how are you getting on with your time management this week how are you getting on with your priorities and then talking it through and then that support person can actually be kind of help even help you identify whether things are important or urgent so in conclusion what I want you to do is remember that time is a tool, not a constraint. It's a canvas on which you can paint dreams and aspirations. And by effectively time managing and prioritising, you can break free from the no time cycle so that you can pursue the things that you want that are new, exciting and extraordinary. So don't let time hold you back from trying new things and finding a fulfilling life. Start today, one small step at a time, Your dreams are waiting and you have the power to bring them to life. Now, I hope you've enjoyed this episode of Escape the Rat Race. Don't forget to download the workbook that accompanies this episode. It just gives you a little bit more kind of um, detail on kind of helping you kind of get through kind of those prioritizations in particular and splitting things into those different classes. And if you're struggling kind of with this topic, that kind of the prioritization and time management of your life or any of the things that we've been discussing over the last few weeks, whether it's been discovering your purpose or goal setting, um, I'm here for you. All you need to do is book a call with me and again the link is in the show notes you'll get 45 minutes of my time it's completely free and we can cover whatever you want in order to help you achieve your dreams so that's it for this week and i'll see you next week that's all for today's episode of escape the rat race I hope you found it helpful and inspiring and it has given you some ideas for how you can start taking action towards escaping the rat race to a life of freedom, purpose and fulfilment. If you've enjoyed this episode, please subscribe to the podcast and leave a review on your favourite platform. And if you have any questions, comments or feedback, feel free to reach out to me using the contact details in the notes to the podcast. I'm your host, Lisa Staker. Thank you again for listening and I'll see you next time on Escape the Rat Race.